0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the Sports Edge with Rick Wolf on your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM. WFAN New York.
2: Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Rick Wolf's Sports Edge. I'm your host, Rick Wolf, and just a quick reminder that yes, the correct time is 8.04 Daylight Savings. Uh, as we know, of course, we had to uh, move the clocks ahead last night, and yes, it's 8.04 this morning. Okay, we have spent a lot of time this past year, and understandably so talking about high school sports in our area and when we would get the green light to bring back sports in the public school systems and last week Mayor de Blasio here in New York City well he gave us great news uh to bringing back New York City high school sports again that's just terrific but in all the uh, the hoopla and celebration and excitement to to move ahead the sad truth is well I somebody was left home from the dance Uh, that being the Catholic High School Athletic Association in the New York City boroughs. In short, the, the kids who play competitive sports in the Catholic League in New York, well, they're still on the sidelines. How could that be? How could Mayor de Blasio and his staff and the New York Department of Health, how is it possible they could overlook Catholic high school sports here in our area? I mean, from all reports, the uh, the CHAA, that's the Catholic High School Athletic Association, has been doing its part to follow all the safety protocols. Their schools have been open in hybrid fashion since September. They postponed all the high-risk sports, and they only allowed low-risk sports to continue on. So now with the, uh, the, the PSAL coming back on, I believe, March 22nd, why has New York City also given the green light, the thumbs up to the Catholic high schools as well. Did the the CHAA not follow the rules? Did they do something wrong? Well, this morning, we're going to find out what is going on with all these oversights. And, and as you might imagine, if your youngster goes to a Catholic high school in the boroughs and your kid plays sports, you and your youngster have to be going nuts at this point as you see all of your friends in, in public schools getting back to playing but you and your program can't. In any event, I wanted to get a top authority about all this, so I wanted. To, I called up uh, uh, Kevin Piggott. Kevin is the president of the boys CHSAA of the Archdiocese of New York and vice president of the New York State Catholic High School uh, Athletic Association. And uh, Kevin's been on the show before, and he knows exactly what's going on with New York City and New York State and the Department of Health. <laughs> and, Kevin, good morning. Good morning, Rick. How are you? And before I forget, friends, we're going to take your calls about this issue because it may affect you as well, or maybe you have just an opinion about all this. And, of course, our number is 1-877-337-6666. Friends, Kevin, what am I missing here? Let's start at the beginning and sort of work forward. Um,
1: Back
2: in the end of January, Governor Cuomo gave his approval um,
1: for schools to start in New York State to start participating in high-risk sports. The, uh, he gave the starting date of February 1st, contingent upon the approval of the local county departments of health. They would uh, provide their own specific guidelines, which are not too different from what the state was providing, mm-hmm. uh, with a couple of twists to it. And unfortunately for the uh, Catholic schools in New York City, um, the New York City DOH has not provided any guidelines, has not provided any communication to us. We've been in a limbo, just waiting to to find out from the mayor, from the commissioner of of the Department of Health, Doctor David uh, Ch- uh, Chokshi,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um you know what's going on, and we've gotten no responses from them. Uh, there's been new, numerous communications to the mayor's office as well as to Doctor Chotsky's office, and so we're in we we've been in a limbo until this week when it was announced that the PSAL would uh, resume all their sports. Now, we've been doing our lower-risk sports since the fall. Mm -hmm. We've been doing them safely. We really haven't had any incidents with it. So we were anticipating uh, a start date, if not February 1st, at least somewhere early in February. And we literally have just been waiting and waiting. And even on this day, we have not been – no one's communicated to us. No guidelines have been set forth by the DOH. Um, nor has any time there's been a press conference. It's been focused on the PSAL, and and we've just been left out.
2: I'm listening to you, and I'm thinking, this can't be right. I mean, how how in the world? And, of course, I understand that for months and months and months uh, with with the PSAL, they, were too, were in the dark waiting and waiting and hoping to finally get some attention uh, from all the various uh, people in charge. And they finally got it the other day. But you're telling me that there's been no nothing, no communication, no outreach, uh, no liaison with the Catholic high schools uh, as to what's happening in terms of of their sports programs?
1: Uh, No. I mean, myself and my counterparts in Brooklyn, Queens, uh, the presidents over there, Denise Hillig and uh, Ray Nash, as well as their executive director, Don Voltis, and my counterpart in the archdiocese, Nick Sinise, have been trying to get some information. And we, no response whatsoever. Now, we've had politicians in the area who've been excellent for us. You know, Charles Paul, Assemblyman from Staten Island, has been a godsend, you know, helping us with this, as well as Mike Riley and, and Mike Cusick and Senator Alessandra uh, Biagi and, uh, you know, even one council member, Mark Levine, met with uh, my Brooklyn uh, uh, presidents. But uh, from the mayor's office, from the DOH, nothing.
2: I find this just baffling, and I can just imagine you're being very calm about this, Kevin, but I mean, it just, it's just, it's just bizarre. I mean, when all these people uh, are reaching out on behalf of the uh, the Catholic high schools and trying to get some answers, you're saying that there's nobody responds to an email, nobody's returning a phone call, there's just nothing. I mean, this is I mean, how, did you guys do anything that was, I don't know, put you in the, in the doghouse or did something to, to uh, incur some, some anger or rancor from, from, the, from the Department of Health or from New York City? No, I, nothing that I can imagine in point of fact.
1: Um, since September, our schools, just, just talking about the schools in general, Catholic schools in New York City as well as in, in New York State, have followed all the guidelines and mandates that have been provided for us by the state government as well as the city government. So we've been doing everything they asked us to do. And, you know, common sense would dictate that we would do everything that they asked us to do in regards to sports. And quite frankly, with the state guidelines, we've followed everything to a T. And yet we're getting no response to our inquiries.
2: Okay, and just to to clarify, because, again, there's been so much – Confusion, so much chaos, so so much uh, you know poorly poorly communicated information about all the various sports leagues uh, at the amateur high school level. I know in New Jersey, for example, uh, the, the parochial schools they're 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 competing back with sports again. Correct? Yes. And and how about the schools uh, in New York State that are further north uh, than New York City? I mean the. Um, For example, an Iona Prep or Stepanak uh, or uh, JFK and and Somers, they're all playing sports, correct?
1: Yes. I mean, that's the great anomaly is that the Archdiocese consists of Westchester. So all Westchester schools, which are following the guidelines of the DOH of Westchester, are able to go. And yet, you know, their brother and sister schools in Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Brooklyn and Queens, we're just
2: waiting around uh, trying to find a date. Um, start our high-risk sports. <laughs> and, and the schools uh, on, in Nassau and Suffolk, the parochial schools, they're playing sports too, correct?
1: Yes, they are. You know, the uh, Nassau I... and the Suffolk County DOHs have provided the guidelines and gave them permission to go.
2: So, for example, I've been reading, of course, that uh, go back to Westchester, like Stepanak and Iona Prep, two of the uh, you know, powerhouses when it comes to boys' basketball, they haven't been able to play, their, as you say, their brethren uh, in the city, so they they had they they embarked upon a seven game series between Stepanak and Iona Prep just because they wanted to, they wanted to play. But it's just I mean you talk about the schools in the city I mean there obviously there are a number of parochial schools they're just sitting on the sidelines waiting going nuts uh saying what is going on I, kevin i can only imagine what kind of response or or pushback you're getting from uh the parents uh the kids i mean it just be uh, the athletic directors it must be it must be uh, just maddening ad's and uh, ad's and the kids have been great
1: i mean you know they've been frustrated but they understand parents for the most part have been great but understandably so some are very frustrated you know it's their children
3: and yes, they're yes. just
1: waiting for them. And, you know, the kids, especially the kids in senior year, you know, this is their last go around. And it's just an extremely, extremely difficult situation for them just to be sitting there. They've been patient all year. And now we're just not getting answers.
2: I, I, I'm i just stunned. And uh, I don't understand. Is it the clock has been ticking? Uh, the other thing is that I, I want to, and, and we'll get to call shortly, is that the way you guys have proposed your calendar, You know, for this spring, uh, unlike the PSAL, which has said that they're going to continue to play sports right to the spring and into the summer, late summer. You guys said, no, 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 we're going to have basically two seasons. We're going to have a very short uh, winter sports season, and then we're going to have a very short spring season. But you're going to wrap up by, what, the middle of June? Is that correct?
1: Yes. I mean, the idea behind it is, you know, kids are going away for the summer. Kids are working for the summer. If kids are graduating, they might be going to school early, either to start summer school or to be involved in programs. It's so it, it would just be incredibly difficult to, to try to run and sustain any athletic program past the halfway mark in June.
2: I, I, in fact, give, give me a quick idea of what, uh, what you want to do in terms of uh, if you get the green light tomorrow, if all of a sudden – uh, mayor de Blasio in his office or Department of Health you know hear's this show and says, oh my gosh we 're nobody 's gotten back to uh the Catholic high schools and their sports programs. What would you guys do starting you know tomorrow would you just say okay we 're going back with our high risk sports we 're going to go basketball we 're going to have wrestling we 're going to have football and how how would you guys what what's the what 's the idea how How would you structure the next uh two months of of sports or three months
1: if the mayor gives us the green light to
2: go yeah,
1: we would try to get all our fall two and winter sports done by may 8th um um, so we have moved some sports to the spring for example we already agreed to move wrestling to the spring um section one has been successful running wrestling um where they actually did some outdoor matches and our wrestling chair people have put together a program where most of the matches would be run outdoors. The weather would be nice. They could they could just put the mats on a football field or on the side of a track, mm-hmm. and, and that would work. But we would try to get everything done by May 8th, somewhere around there, and then we would start off spring sports somewhere around April 17th, so there would be a little bit of an overlap. Again, that's all subject to review and change. Uh, which has been the, the motto this year for the CHSAA as we keep going on
2: and, you know, we we, we don't get anything uh, set for us in concrete. And, and and you would wrap up. You started, you say, in early May with the spring sports, and you'd be finished by what day in June?
1: June 12th is, is, is our target date. I.
2: I... <laughs> but this is all wonderful. These are great plans for these very uh, obviously uh, abbreviated seasons. Uh, but – you need to have the Green Light to move ahead. It's just strange. Um, so, I mean, I, I, what what happens tomorrow? Are you going to go back and, and once again make another round of calls and emails?
1: Our superintendents um, from the Diocese of Brooklyn, you know, Dr. Tom Chatsutko and Mr. Michael Deegan from the uh, Archdiocese put a letter together, which should be getting into the maze. I'm sorry, should be getting into Dr. Chotsky's hands. Uh, Monday afternoon or Tuesday morning, essentially saying that, um, you know, the CHSA and the Catholic schools are just looking for some answers, that we've been operating safely uh, since September, uh, and we followed all your guidelines, um, and yet we've had no communication and no guidelines have been provided. But interestingly so, the PSAL has announced they're going to go. Um, so we can't imagine the guidelines being any different than the yeah. state. Um, and we're going to work off that and see if we can get an answer. Um, if not, then we're just going to have to just keep working at it and, and find some alternative um, uh, courses of action.
2: Uh, uh, Kevin, is, do you know of any other high school athletic association uh, that's having the same problem?
1: No. I mean, I've asked a bunch of my friends from across the country, and no one has come back to me and said, that, you know, they, that, that, that as, a, as, a, as a group, um, they have been not denied, but in our case, it's, it's not a denial. It's just a lack of information. You know, some states have dropped some of their programs, but at least in that case, even though it was bad news, they had news and they plan. You know, we're, we're in this state where we just are not sure what's happening.
2: We're talking with Kevin Piggott. He is the president of the boys a CHSAAA of the Archdiocese of New York and vice president of the New York State CHAAA. It's the Catholic High School Athletic Association talking about the fact that well, the good news is out of the, the PSAL public schools in New York City are been said, yes, you can go back and start having competitive sports uh, in high school. But for some reason, nobody has said to the Catholic League, yeah, you can do the same thing. And so he's just waiting, along with his his colleagues, as to why, what's going on, how come there's no, no green light here. We're going to take some calls about this because perhaps uh, people have uh, thoughts to share, opinions, uh, maybe some insights as to what's going on with this because it's just really strange and really baffling.
0: You're listening to Rick Wolf and the Sports Edge on The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 10. 10- nine FM, WFAN, New York.
2: And back here on the Sports Edge, and I guess uh, the correct time is 824, Daylight Savings Time. We're, we're talking this morning about the rush to return to welcome back high school sports in New York City. And again, the good news is that Mayor de Blasio and his office announced just last week that public high schools in New York City... We'll be starting high school sports uh, in a couple of weeks. In fact, from the New York Times, and I'm going to quote this, uh, it wrote uh, the other day that New York public schools will restart high school sports for all students starting next month, uh, including those who have decided to learn remotely. The sports season will run through the summer this year rather than ending with the school year, and students will be required to wear masks at all time. That's the New York Times. But curiously, there's no mention of the Catholic high school sports programs. And on this morning's show, we're asking what's going on, why not? And my guest is Kevin Piggott. He is the president of the Boys Catholic High School Athletic Association of the Archdiocese of New York. And we're trying to figure out what the holdup is when it comes to moving forward with their sports programs. And we're taking your calls, Kevin. Uh, as promised, uh, people want to have opinions and thoughts at one eight seven seven 337 Let's start with our friend Jack Smithlin, Hall of Fame coach over in New Jersey. Jack, good morning. You're on the fan.
4: How are you, Rick? And how are you, Kevin?
3: I'm very good.
4: Um, c- couple questions. First of all, I coached in in New Jersey um, for close for over forty years. I'm now coaching at the college level, but you know, in New Jersey, the NJSIAA um, runs both the Catholic program and the public school program, and they all have to play by the same rules. I'm not saying that the Catholic schools don't recruit because you know uh, they do, but the point is, is that. Everything is guided by that NJSIAA. Um, it seems like in New York that there's two separate programs. There's the Catholic High School Athletic Association, and then there's your PS, your public school um, high school um, program. Yes. And you know, I don't know if the Catholic schools have different rules or regulations. And, you know, I don't know when that separation happened, how long ago. Probably it sounds like it's a program from a long time ago. Um, In my opinion, maybe there's some hostility there that you guys do, you know, run your own programs and have your own rules. But I have a question. Did did the mayor ever tell you you can't play? Did they ever say, no, you may not start? And Um, if they did, there's something wrong. But if they didn't, then start. Just start up. Don't you know? Don't wait for them to say go ahead. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, if you guys are running your own programs, and and I don't know if you play the public schools in league play um, in New Jersey, they do the Catholic schools. You know, we have an A and B program, a larger Catholic and a and a smaller, just like we have. You know, the group four, three, two, and ones, and they try to compete against each other. But, you know, during our, um, you know, league play, the Catholic schools play the public schools. Now, I don't know if that's true in New York, but there seems, you know, if they're not getting back to you, there seems to be some hostility from for something. And, and if there's not, and they haven't come out and said, listen, you're not starting, you may not start, then just start. <laughs> who, who the hell are they to tell you that you can't do it? When everybody else is doing
1: it.
2: Well, Kevin.
4: I, I don't well, get it.
1: Look, yeah. there's, 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 it. It's a little complicated, and I'm going to try to take a minute to explain it. New York State is unique in that we have four associations in the state, and that's we might be the only state or one of two states like that, and they're, and they're comprised of the federation. So the New York Public High School Athletic Association, NISIS, the New York Independent Schools the CHSAA schools, as well as the PSAL, all comprise that uh, association, the federation. We answer to the the, part, the New York State Department of Health, as well as the New York uh, State Department of Education, and all our rules come from from, from that. So there are some subtle differences in, in between uh, between the uh, associations, but the core group of rules that we follow are all essentially the same in terms of how old kids can be, how many years of eligibility they have, medical considerations, academic considerations. The PSAL, to the best of my knowledge, the PSAL and the CHSAA have a pretty good relationship. Um, for the most part, we get along. I, I Since I've been doing this, I, I really haven't seen major conflicts. And it's issue that has come up, we resolved so i don't think it's a matter of hostility between the catholic league as well as the public school league within the city uh secondly because we do answer to the state it's just not a simple issue of that we can turn around and say well you haven't given us any guidelines um we can start right away because we still answer to those state guidelines which we still answer to what the department of health of the state says so we're in a we're in a tough situation Cause you would think as you said that you know just go until they tell you you can't but we have the state telling us you can't go until the doh gives you those particular guidelines so we're really trying to follow the rules here
2: yeah jack thank you for that i mean uh and i as always i uh, appreciate your, your your thoughts and comments uh, you know and and you know kevin it's um is it possible that uh you know that tomorrow you'll just get a Somebody from the Department of Health or uh, will just say, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, you guys can start. You're the same as the PSAL. We, we should have told you that last week. I mean, is that possible? You know, it is. It would be great. Um, it,
1: it, 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 I guess it would go to the power of prayer. But um, <laughs> the, 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 I, I don't know if it will. The evidence suggests it's not going to happen, but you don't know. If it is a simple oversight, um and theoretically it could be um it would be great if you know the mayor's office just says okay doh is going to send you the guidelines um as long as you can follow them you're you're eligible to start when you want to start with your high-risk sports and that would be the best solution in the world
2: and again but uh, just to come back to jack uh, jack smithland's point like well what would happen if you guys just said you know what we're comparable to the PSAL, and they got the, 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 the thumbs up, so we just will go, go ahead, too. And then if there's a problem, then they'll come back, the Department of Health will come back and say, oh, you guys, we, you can't start yet. We didn't tell you you can go. What would happen there? Would that really cause ro- just ruffle a lot of feathers? Um, at least we'll get their attention, right? I, yeah, I suspect if the DOH provides guidelines to, to the
1: PSAL, then we're eligible to follow those guidelines as well as any high-risk sport in the city. So that those guidelines would not be particular to the PSAL. They would be particular, they would be for the general population. Uh, one of our major issues is the timeline that the PSAL is setting yes. doesn't fit into our particular timeline. Like yeah. We were just talking about that June 12th uh, end date.
0: Yeah.
1: And you know, that's going to make it incredibly difficult for us.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, just uh, the administrative concerns aside, you guys have a different schedule as opposed to the PSAL, which is going to play sports right through the spring and into the, deep into the summer. You guys will be wrapped up by... Uh, the middle of June. Uh, but again, you, you're, you're waiting and waiting and saying, come on, we, we're waiting like everybody else. We've done everything that the Department of Health has asked of us. We, we've played by the rules. We've done all the safety protocols and so on and so forth. Why why are we being left out? Let's, let's hear from uh, Dr. Uh, Rob Freed, because uh, I know uh, Rob's dad used to be very much involved uh, with the PSAL. Rob, good morning. What, what can uh, good you share mo- good about Good morning, this?
3: Rick. And, yeah. and this, and always great to hear your show on Jack prior to me. You know, I want to tell you something, Kevin. My dad was the commissioner of the Public School Athletic League in the football division through the seventies and the eighties, and he actually started the. Um, they had a All game way back, oh, in the eighties, where the Catholic schools played the uh, the PSAL champion. The two champions actually met, and you guys always seem to have an upper hand. You were always much stronger than the uh, the PSAL, maybe because you just kind of got kids, recruited them. But my thoughts are this. Number one, I kind of agree with Jack in one respect, but the public school athletic league is a little different. They're public, even though it's not, you know, it's not run by the board of ed per se. It's a separate division, but yet it is still the public school system. You guys are private. You're a little different. You have your kind of your own rules. Doesn't make it right or wrong. I think what's going on here is, for my thought process, it just seems like an oversight. Why don't you just contact the PSAL? Say, listen, guys, I did. You know, I know you have a different schedule. We want to get going as well. What do you think? What's your? What do you? You know, just kind of communicate with them. See what, what they kind of how they got their green light. And this is Rick. This is why we need a commissioner because yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's a New York. Look, Kevin, I want to ask you a question. Is this a New York City Catholic situation or is it all through the state like Westchester and, and, and Long Island because Long Island, are they allowed to participate? Because I know we got on well, Nassau County, Suffolk County, they're going from one season into the next. you know they're going, they're playing football, the kids are playing basketball and they're just continually going to go through till the end of the, till the end of June. Is this a New York City situation or are you having the problem even in Westchester and through the state?
1: Except for New York City, all Catholic schools are participating in all sports throughout the state. So okay. Nassau and Suffolk schools are going, and Westchester schools are going. And, it
3: sounds uh, like it's it's a real just an oversight because I think you got to just get in touch with the mayor and then you know then take it up <laughs> into the I guess yeah. up to Albany. Uh, it, this see, it sounds something like it's just a mistake, and and I well, know you got to go through the proper channels. It, it's, but just but the that's fact that that's. It's being, brought aware, rick that you're bringing this to the public and everybody's listening yep it's going to happen really really quick well
2: we hope so because obviously it does sound uh and rob thank you uh for your thoughts this morning it does sound like it's an oversight it sounds like it's caught somewhere in the bureaucratic bureaucratic mess that we've encountered uh due to the pandemic but somebody somewhere uh we hope uh is going to hear the show hear kevin's thoughts about this and say look what's going on why are we being singled out we've done everything we don't want to they don't obviously want to just move ahead and and start their sports programs without getting the official blessing from the department of health that would probably be a mistake but come on, somebody somewhere's got to take responsibility. somebody's got to be accountable for this. Make a decision, whether it's Mayor de blasio, somebody in his office, the Department of Health. come on, this is not fair. This is not equitable it's not it's not and these poor kids who play sports for uh, the various Catholic high schools in the city they've been waiting so patiently, like everybody else, to get let's go let's get back to work here it's just It's just mind boggling to me that somebody hasn't said to somebody somewhere, Kevin, what is going on here? Why haven't we just moved ahead? And it isn't, it isn't like you guys haven't been trying to reach these people. I mean, uh, it isn't like you've been just sitting here being quiet about this. You, you've done all the work and tried to get the word and ask for, for a response, and yet it's just not happening, correct?
1: Yeah. You know, Rick, it's interesting because it's a really complex problem, and it has the most simple solution, which is just, you know, say, okay, Catholic High School League, just make sure you follow the you know, the DOH standards, and when you're ready to go, go. And that would be the best solution for us uh, right now. Um, and you're right. It could simply be a, a situation of oversight. It could be a testimony to you know some of the inadequacies of bureaucracy. Um, it would go to your point that, that, that you talk about a lot on, on, on this show about having a commissioner be it a national or a regional one, who would be able to communicate uh through the different bureaucracies and and get answers and solutions
2: yeah i don't think there's any question this is a a prime example where if there were some sort of uh for lack of a better term a commissioner of youth and amateur sports uh somebody could just walk in and say oh yeah that's just a simple oversight uh of course you guys are are allowed to move ahead with your sports programs we understand that your calendar is going to be different from the the public schools but come on, you guys have been doing all the all the safety protocols. Uh, let's just move ahead. Do it. That's where an immediate phone call or a simple email would would help tremendously. But it hasn't happened because such a commissioner, such a panel, does not exist. Uh, and and uh, again, we understand it's been a uh, just just been just total havoc when it comes to the pandemic of the last year but now we're we're getting back to hopefully a sense of normalcy and obviously high school sports uh is important for our kids not only their physical uh you know skills and 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 well-being but obviously of course their mental well-being also it just seems like a total uh oversight and hopefully this show will you know get people to, to respond in the right offices in New York City. Uh let me take a time out here. We're talking with Kevin Pickett of the Catholic High School Athletic Association and talking about why why is it that the high school programs for the Catholic League Catholic League in New York City, they're not allowed to start yet. It's just really just bizarre.
0: You're listening to Rick Wolf and the Sports Edge on The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN New York.
2: Hey, Ed Coleman and Sweeney Murdy come along at 9 o'clock this morning as we get closer and closer to opening day. You know, spring training, well, it always seems like such a, a sunny and idyllic time of the year, and it is. But I can personally assure you that for the players themselves, especially the unproven players, it's a very anxious time as uh, they're working their tails off to make a team, whether it's the big league club or AAA or AA and so forth. Trust me, it's a most competitive and challenging time of the year for the guys who are trying to move ahead in professional baseball. Uh, As always, I ask you to follow me on Twitter at AskCoachWolf and, of course, my website, AskCoachWolf.com. I also want to mention that I hope to do a show in the coming weeks exclusively devoted to sports psychology and how young athletes can learn how to improve their mental approach uh, to the games they play. I'm happy to report that my my most recent book, Secrets of Sports Psychology Revealed, continues to enjoy lots of uh, positive reviews. And if your son or daughter wants to know about the psychology of sports, well, I'd suggest you go to Amazon and buy them a copy of uh, Secrets of Sports Psychology Revealed. Uh, okay, back to our topic this morning, our guest Kevin Piggott of the Catholic High School Athletic Association. And we're talking about, obviously, why it is that the, the Catholic high schools in New York City and the boroughs haven't been given the the right to move ahead like the PSAL and the rest of the high schools uh, throughout the state of New York. It's It's a very baffling frustrating vexing situation we're taking your calls at 877-337-6666 uh, let's continue with um let's go to ed ward over in elizabeth new jersey ed good morning you're next up on the fan good
5: morning rick how you doing baseball weather around the corner
2: let's hope so ed i'm i'm <laughs> we're all tired of uh, the, the cold and the snow let's hope baseball is here and be nice 60 Join degree seventy degree weather Join so
5: club. yes um I point on this Catholic rule thing, and then I have something else I want to say after that. I really feel it's political. Um, how do you oversight the Catholic School League, which has been been legendary in New York City and also throughout the state of New York, especially right. in, in the spring and all that? Yes. I really believe it's political and that uh, maybe de Blasio has something against the church, and I'm, I'm dead serious on that. You don't oversight that when you're letting public schools do it. Second thing I want to bring up, Rick, and then it had to do with last week, and I unfortunately I was on hold. Yep. I feel that, that there should be a commissioner, okay, but the commissioner's sole job should be to regulate pricing of, of tournaments and any new coaches that want to coach travel baseball, make them, make them do some uh, testing and all that stuff. All the coaches that are in right now, um, you know, could be grandfathered in. And I'm, I'm getting. I know I've been hearing this a lot. I'm getting uh, disappointed with some of our callers saying that travel baseball is the wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. I totally disagree. I totally disagree, Rick. Rick, excuse me. There's a lot of great organizations out there that do the right things for uh, for the kids, uh, getting them in the right tournaments, getting them to. Uh, uh, well, hopefully well, college scholarships and all Ed, that let me, let me let
2: me stop you there, Ed, because I, I – um, and I hear you, and I, I, I want to stay on focus on this topic today with, uh, with the Catholic high school leagues. But I'm the one, of course, who has said for years about the Wild Wild West with travel leagues, so you can put that on me. However, and I've always prefaced this by saying there are a lot of wonderful uh, travel programs uh, and clubs teams, but unfortunately there are a few that there aren't. And that's the problem. Ed, trust me, we're going to come back to this whole uh, issue about about the commissioner of youth and amateur sports. We'll come back to that topic in a week or so. But right now, I want to I want to just uh, respond to your situation. And thanks, as always, for for chiming in. Uh, Kevin, let me ask you, you know, you know, basically very uh, bluntly. Is you think there's a political issue in all this? Is there some concern that we're not getting? We've had people
1: talk to us about that and say, you know, is it discriminatory? Is it political? um personally i would like to believe it's not um we've always had a good relationship with the city of new york um which obviously comes from the mayor's office we're dependent on a lot of of of, you know parks and uh use of fields and things like that we've never had issues with it um so i can understand where ed calls up and he says "It, it looks like it's political from the outside it looks like it's discriminatory um we would like to think it's not we would like to think that it's that, that that it's an oversight, but it could be viewed that way. Um, and if it is an oversight, it, it, there's a, a simple solution to it, which is just remedy, you know, remedy, remedy it and let us play. Yeah. Um, I can understand, though, you know, you, you know, someone looking at it and saying that you know it, it's got to be political. What else can it be? Um, and I'm not sure, but I think that it isn't. But I would also, you know, I also think that because of that, it's a, it's a solution that's right there in front of us.
2: Yeah, I, I, we're all looking for possible explanations. And, of course, it's a real head-scratcher as to what's going on. And of course, we just hope and pray that it's just a, a very, just a bureaucratic oversight, uh, as simple as that. And somebody says, yes, we're going to flip the switch. You guys can go ahead right away with your plans. Let's move on. Let's go to, a, let's go to Astoria. E. Frank is going to hold for a while. E. Frank, good morning. You're on the fan.
0: Yes. Good morning, Rick. Yes. Uh, I would just I would just like to say I don't think it, the issue is political at, at any level. I'll tell you why. I remember my elective teacher, Mr. Michael Matthews of St. John's Preparatory School, years ago, would tell me, "Do not touch the girls." And the athletic director there, Edward uh, Flood, indicated that he did not like uh, putting in the line of fire many of the school high school. Uh, teenage girls who are on the sports teams like the varsity volleyball, varsity soccer, and the boys teams who are on the varsity basketball team uh, in the line of fire in in regards to health conditions and health factors in in other uh, levels of competitions through other leagues like, the as you you stated, the public uh, 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 school athletic league. There is an issue right now, and I think that maybe you have not read about it. It includes the local high schools here of Holy Cross High School, Mm -hmm. uh, Bishop Lachlan Memorial High School, uh, Monsignor-McClancy Memorial High School, which is now co-educational, my high school, which is St. John's Preparatory School, that they're refusing to allow any of their students to participate in any of the sports uh, uh, venues because of the issue of... uh, health documentation that, for example, many of the parents refuse to allow their children in these high schools to play in any sports at this time because they refuse to accept the issues involving the different levels of vaccines, uh, which vaccine their child should uh, uh, take. The parents don't want to allow their children to receive vaccination so they they've contacted the respective athletic directors of these respective schools and indicated to them including the bishop of brooklyn who's advised as well of the fact that you know that they don't want to participate in whatever requirement is uh, con- insisted upon by the department of health or the city of new york and including mayor de blasio because simply enough simple enough they don't want their children to be infected when they're playing sports in, in other venues. And so the well, Well,
2: change- hey, Frank, let me, let, let me, let me, let me uh, jump in here and, and, and thank you for bringing this to my attention. Appreciate the call. Kevin, is this, is this what, what E. Frank is talking about? Does this make any sense to you? Is this, is this something that- Well, it think- does,
1: and, and again, the diocese of Brooklyn is a little bit outside my purview, but it yeah. does make sense in the, in the fact that, you know, parents are the ultimate decision makers in regards to the safety and welfare of their children. Yeah. For example. Um, with, with and I'll use Catholic schools uh, as an example. Um, you could choose to have your child go online completely, or you can choose your child to choose a schedule of hybrid learning, mm-hmm. dependent upon what you think is important in regards to safety, not only for your child but also for the people that your you know the uh, the child comes in contact with. Are there people at home who are vulnerable, more vulnerable to the uh, to 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 COVID? And so it's it's a safety issue, and you know people are making choices that they you know they a, a kid kid would normally participate in a sport, but because of the pandemic, uh, parents are forced to make choices for the good of the child or the good of the family or both. So I could see that. I've heard no complaints about that. To be honest, but that's but true. I that's see true that.
2: for public schools as well. If, if, if exactly. you know, we know. We know that if uh, I, and we've I've heard this I've covered this on the show if, if a youngster is in high school and is an athlete, but the the, the family situation is such that the 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 grandparents or or live at home with the the youngster they're concerned that the kid may come home uh, from school or from practice uh, and be carrying the, the virus so they opt out not to play so I'm not sure how this differs from whether it's a public or, or uh, you know a Catholic school the parents make the ultimate call as to what right for their family and for their child, correct?
1: Correct. And it just goes to the protocols and the safety guidelines that are being followed.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't... Uh, yeah, I understand there might be something uh, that, that E. Frank was talking about, but it didn't seem like, well, well yeah, it, ultimately it's the parent. The parent is the one who makes the call as to whether or not they want their youngster to, to continue to, to compete in sports. Simple as that. Or go to school. I mean, it, or just as you say, stay home and, and do it uh, virtually. Um, let's continue with our calls. Let's go to Raul in Island Mills. Good morning, Raul. You're on the fan.
0: I re- I Hi, How are you this morning? Good morning. How are you?
5: I guess um, I agreed with one of the callers, um, the Bob Watson, uh, Bad News Bears. Let the kids play. I mean, um, I guess you haven't answered a question for me. What are they going to do if you do play? Are you going to get fired, Ken? No, well, it's not my call. I didn't didn't get a clear answer. What's going to happen if the kids play? Without permission, play. Yeah, what, what, what's
1: the Department of Health going to do? Don't know. That's a great question, and we're not sure. And we've discussed that's why it's those that's those, that's, those
2: Well, if well anybody, let's let's take this at one play. Let's let's again, we're waiting, we're waiting for the Department of Health or the Mayor's Office to say something. They have not said anything. They have given no direction. So to your point, okay. So we just assume that we're good to go. We're going to move ahead, and uh, we're going to have our kids play sports in the Catholic league. Then what happens? Now, now again, the Department of Health might say nothing. They may just abstain, or they might just say, "Wait a minute, we we you didn't get permission." That could really sort of result in some real negative feedback for the Catholic High School Athletic Association. I don't think Kevin and his colleagues want to want to get involved in that. Correct, Kevin. Correct. Um, as
1: I stated earlier, you know, there are guidelines and procedures we have to follow. And, you know, and you just don't want to put yourselves out there at the end of a branch and um, in a precarious position, um, you know, saying, look, this is what we're going to do, um, despite the fact that um, we have not received anything from the DOH in, in, in one true sense um you're breaking the rules you're breaking the law so we have to be very careful about that
2: yeah Raul, I, I think that's uh it's an interesting perspective and and thanks for your thoughts today but kevin i you know you don't want to be caught in a situation where you're going sort of rogue on this it would common sense would dictate yeah somebody somewhere make a decision uh give us a reason if you are going to hold us up or you haven't made it a a final a choice on this yet. Tell us why, so that either we can correct the issue with the Catholic League or or tell us, or if it's a mistake, let's, tell us. But, but to have no feedback, it puts you guys in a very, very awkward situation. As I mentioned a few minutes ago, you, you were, you know, I'm sure that you said the parents and the kids have uh, been very understanding and they've been very good about all this, but I'm sure deep down inside, they're just livid that they can't get an answer here and and it, it's again it's like you guys have been operating outside of the um of the domain of what the safety protocols are and so on and so forth you've done all this you you know you had your low risk sports in the fall no problems so on and so forth and yet now you're saying okay we want to get back and have our basketball and our wrestling and our our, our football but lacrosse Come on, give us a chance. The clock is ticking. And no, we're not going to be waiting around until July or August because we're not doing that. We're going to stop in June. Kevin, is what is the next move? What happens tomorrow morning when you go back to the office and try to figure out what the next step is?
1: Um, we wait a little bit. Um, we have a couple of meetings with, you know, uh, we'll meet with our principals of the respective dioceses. Uh, we'll have another state CHSA meeting and, and, you know, we'll work on what we need to do. Um, and what would be our next step. Um, this has been the uh, the year of meetings, to say the <laughs> least. Um, but, you know, it's just the amount of planning that's going in. Uh, we really, we've planned incredibly um, from, you know, this time last year. Uh, case in point, our track people were told to come up with a plan um, before they were told they could go. And it became the, you know, program that's used by a lot of other states as well as our state, you know. Our our track chairs, Lou Vasquez, and and Pat Dormer, put it together, and there was always that possibility that they would not have gotten the green light to go. So it's just something that we're going to consider, and and we'll come up with alternate plans in case we we don't get notification. The the irony is we know that we're going to get the okay because the PSAL got the okay. It's just a matter of when we can go. I mean, I could never imagine the PSAL
2: gets the OK, but not the CHSAA. Yeah, this, um, this sounds like it's totally unprecedented. Um, I, I, and again, the, the biggest difference here, I mean, it's conceivable. I mean, if, if, if nobody, they don't get back to you one way or another in the next few days. It's conceivable you guys might go through the rest of uh, March and April and May and not have any sports this year. It's, it's yeah, well, none of the high-risk sports. Yet. Well, I'm sorry, the baseball low, is yeah. a low-risk sport. They'll start in yeah. April. But the high-risk sports, basketball, uh, you know, football, whatever, lacrosse, I mean, that just wouldn't happen. That just seems to be not only, as I said, unhealthy, uh, but also just kind of, um, you know, wrong. Uh, and and there's nothing you guys can You look at each other and say, have we done anything wrong to anger these people or upset them or haven't followed the ro- rules or the protocols? Nothing, right?
1: The irony here is that we've done everything the city of New York has asked us to do in terms of not just sports but also the schools itself, the academic side. You know, we we've done everything we needed to do to do the open up and everything we needed to do to keep the schools open. And, you know, people have worked very hard doing that. And now all of a sudden we're put on hold um when we really believe we you know, because of what we've done, the evidence we should be given the green light for the high-risk sports.
2: It's just a, a real head-scratcher. Uh, and I said, it's frustrating, vexing, uh, just terrible that you guys are placed in this kind of predicament. Uh, yeah, we've all heard unbelievable stories this past year, Kevin, due to the pandemic, but this one is just uh, just really mind-boggling. Um, Kevin, uh, we're talking with Kevin Pigott, the president of the Boys uh, Catholic High School Athletic Association of the Archdiocese in New York City. And Kevin, I, I hope you let me know what happens. You know, hopefully, you get an answer in the next few days. so You guys can move ahead. But again, I, I thank you for coming on this morning to make your case and uh, to make people aware of this problem. It's as simple as that.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news.